Uh, I know it says Vision Sunday, and this works in that, but it, it, it's a bit of a state of the church. Um, you have state of the union for, uh, for our country, but state of the church, having a little bit of time to just talk about some of the things um, that have been going on, things that um, we might do in the future, um, and, and just kind of re-cement that a little bit. Be able to talk to you about some vision. Um, we know that, like in Proverbs, it talks about how how if there is no vision, people will will cast off restraint, or or it'll, it says in some versions they will perish because there's there's no there, there's no direction, and, and if there's no direction, you just kind of what do we do, right? Have you ever been in one of those those jobs where you're just kind of like, okay, I did all that stuff on that list, now what do I do? Anybody? Anybody? Um, and, I, and I think it's good to, to kind of revisit some things. Um, we, ha- we have a vision to, um, uh, kind of a vision direction to be about reaching out um, or reaching up, reaching to others, um, rising to the, the call in our life uh, about serving one another, serving the community, um, and sharing what Jesus has done for us. Ultimately, our, our, our vision is to, to love God, to love Jesus. And to love everybody always. That, that fits, right? Because that's what the church's vision is. It's not something that man can come up with. It's what God, what Jesus said, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with everything and to love your neighbor as yourself. Well, this morning we want to go into this and um, we know, we all kind of know where we've been. And, and Kelly and I have gotten an opportunity to hear the stories from a lot of you. And maybe not all of the stories. Some of you are quieter than, than say, Zoe um, or Jeremy. But we have gotten a great picture of, of what has gone on here before. So I think that is something that we can, we can say, you know what? God was in that. Yes? Amen? So I think the things that we need to talk about is where we are now, our present. Talk about where we have been recently and then talk about where we might be going in the near future. I want to share a verse with you, though, before we get too far into this. Um, uh, this is just to kind of go along with Proverbs. It's, uh, this is in Amos uh, chapter 3, verse 7. It says, Indeed, the sovereign Lord never does anything until he reveals his plans to his servants, the prophets. Um, in the Old Testament, we had prophets, we had, we had priests, we had, we had um, kings that would, that would, would tell us Tell the people where we're going. And yet, after Jesus did the work on a cross and ripped that, that holy of holies open, we are all given that glimpse into where we're going. Yeah? And as a church, we go there together. We're able to go there together because we'll talk about some of these things together and what we've been and where we're going. Um, and Kelly's going to share a little something here. I just um, came across Rory Llewellyn, who came and spoke <clears throat> a while ago. He's from um, Afreda, a pastor there at the Foursquare Church, and he came and shared. And he um, posts a lot on social media, and he's um, deep and profound sometimes, and sometimes he's really funny. But uh, I came across this. It says, a friend recently gave me a seed thought. And just that right there I think is really cool, a seed thought. If there should be people in your life that give you seed thoughts that make you later um, contemplate some, some different things. But he said, a, uh, a seed thought. Here's what I think. There's a way you can tell if I've been worshiping Jesus. The signs are lack of being offended, more patience, less criticism, not as much opinioning, and a choice to not embrace dissatisfaction. And I just want to pray this morning as we go that we have been worshiping Jesus and that today as we go move forward into um, this morning, that that's where we are. That's where our hearts are. So will you pray with me? Father, we just thank you again for this morning. And we thank you for this body of believers that are so faithful, Lord, and they love you with all of their hearts. Father, in the last year and a half, two years, A lot of changes have been thrown at them, Lord, and they are a hearty, steadfast people. And so this morning, Father, as we spent time worshiping you through song and praise and through prayer, Lord, now we just come together as a family 
And we just ask, Holy Spirit, that you would come and be in our midst. Help us to have open hearts. Help us to love each other. Father, and help us to hold this church with open hands that you would give and you would take away, Lord, as you see fit for your kingdom. Father, we love you so much, and it's our pleasure to be here to gather in your name. We pray. Amen. I know the hat's distracting a few of you, and I apologize. I think my hair would, would kind of distract a few of you. If I... Put it back on. Hat or Put hair? Put it back Put on. It, yeah. <laughs> it's always good to laugh, though, isn't it? It's the best medicine after seeing my hair. Um, so where are we right now? Um, we have um, kind of categorized this a little bit, and I think it'll help us to kind of understand some of the, uh, the ways that, um, you know, I'm a missing a few of you back there. I'm going to, and it feels really weird next to this table. Um, we've kind of categorized some of these things so that you can kind of understand where, where Jeremy and Kelly's headspace is, <clears throat> but it's also what we've observed. So it's not that we're just making something up. Um, it, it's that it's something observed and it just, it fit with what we've been doing. Um, the categories uh, for this, for right now and for the future, are um, growing together, reaching outward, physical changes, and life change. Does that make sense? You can kind of get a, a picture from that. Sorry, growing together, reaching outward, physical changes. Everybody's going through physical changes, aren't they? Just saying. Um, life change. That's a little different than physical changes. And Kelly, you want to start out? Yeah. So. so we were just, um, you know, we're talking about where we are right now. <clears throat> and so we started thinking about, well, the growing together aspect, because that's really where it starts. We need to be growing together, growing together towards God and growing together with one another. And so we started just listing some of the things that right now are happening. So we've got some great small groups going on. If you belong to a small group, would you just raise your hand? Quite a few hands. Not as many as we'd like to see, but quite a few. Okay. Our women's group. No condemnation. No, no condemnation. condemnation. Women's group. We've got a fantastic women's group that's meeting monthly. If you have ever come to a women's meeting, raise your hand. Always. All right. Uh, we just started a new men's group. So guys, if you've come to the men's group, raise your hand. Nice. All right. It's going to be a good men's group, right? Yes, it is. We have a fantastic Sunday school program. Brenda has been doing such a great job in building a team, and our Sunday school teachers are doing such a great job that though right now they may be few, you are teaching them to love Jesus and what that looks like. And personally for us, we get a firsthand account just about every Sunday. Our little person comes home and talks about... Um, Jesus, and she's understanding, not just, you know, like, I feel like at her age, she just turned seven, if I ask her a question about church, her answer is Jesus, right? He's the answer to everything. It doesn't matter what I ask, which most of the time is not the answer that I'm looking for, but she just says Jesus. But some really, it's, it's a good place to start, absolutely. But it's really some profound things have been taking place upstairs, and it is because of our volunteers. And they don't say, oh, there's just a couple kids. They say there are at least two lives upstairs right now that need to know about the love of Jesus. So that's my Sunday school soapbox. Sunday school is rocking. And then we are having an amazing time at Sunday night prayer. I say we, that's the royal we. I have not yet come. Uh, I am home with the children's. But um, I hear really great things. And so that is kind of our growing together that is happening right now. Um, now, I know reaching outward is one that <clears throat> it, it, it particularly uh, matters a lot to me. Um, it, it's particularly in, in invested into the, the messages that I do. And, um, and it's nothing about what you guys are doing. It's just a passion that I have to follow after Jesus, to see people discipled, see people grow in the Lord. Um, I used to, as a worship pastor, I used to uh, 
just have this passion to see people get to that place in worship where they could lay down their, their stuff, lay down their week, lay down their job, lay down their kids, and just worship. And I think it's, it's interesting because God has kind of brought me to this place where it, it, it's, it's not just in the singing where you want to see those lives changed. You want to see it in the everyday. You want to see it in, in all aspects of what we do on Sunday. But Sunday is really a celebration of what the Lord has done through the week. This is a time where we come together and we go, yes, Lord, thank you for, for Monday. <laughs> thank you for Tuesday. And it should be that celebration. It's not where we come to go, okay, let's get into the word for the first time, God. It's where we're able to say, thank you for your word getting me through each and every day. Sometimes dragging me, kicking and screaming. <laughs> Sometimes just ushering me into your presence. And so reaching out is, is so ingrained in me. And I've had to um, temper that. I've had to um, communicate that. And I've, I feel like I've gotten to a better place of communicating that. It's not just go. And then I walk off, you know, what was that? It's talking about that passion and seeing others in the church have that passion and trying to encourage them in that passion. And see, these are some of the things that we've been doing. And um, I know that we've done other things before. And some of this is an extension of what we've done before. But packing friendship um, has been doing really, really, really well. Uh, It's been blessed with funds to be able to go through the year. Um, every time we get kind of low, it, it gets built up again. Um, Elena is doing an awesome job with that, and some of you have helped her out with that from time to time, and um, it's just amazing that we're doing what we're doing. Um, it's a, a passion for us to see kids' um, needs taken care of. Um, this may expand in other ways, um, but really it's in, in that packing friendship. It's kind of like, a, like the seed thought. It's like a seed ministry, right? Because it, it, it's something that, that God's going to grow. It's going to be like that oak tree that's going to grow. And um, we have laundry love with Dennis and, um, and others in here. Um, I've had opportunity to be down there, but I don't have to go down there. And actually, it's kind of nice not to have the pastor down there because these guys can, can pastor those guys and gals down there at um, the Empire's uh, laundromat far better than I can because they're getting right in their, right in their grill, <laughs> right in their faces and loving them. Getting right in, in a place where they're, they're taking care of a, a physical need and doing that for long enough that people go, you really care. You know my name even. And now, you know, like, I remember Dennis asking me, he's like, now what do we do? <laughs> I was like, okay, we've been doing this for a little while. Just ask them if they need prayer. When the opportunity comes up, if you're in a conversation, just be like, can I pray for you? It, it's a slow-moving ministry, right? God loves to see ministry that's, that's faithful, 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 faithful. And we've seen fruitfulness out of that. I have to tell you that <clears throat> Jeff, um, our friend Jeff, um, he's been... Um, helping out um, with uh, finishing up a shower downstairs. And we've been kind of helping him out, um, pouring into this guy, loving him. Um, many of you may not know, but Jeff is homeless. Um, but he is he's working his tail off. Um, he actually told me about a, um, a job offer that came over to him that he might be looking into when he gets back. Um, but he loves his church. He calls you his church. He's up at a, at a ministry called uh, the Word Retreat. And this is an encounter um, with Jesus um, that is powerful. And I had the opportunity to go up and lead worship for Friday morning and Saturday morning. Had to get up really early, about five, and drive up to um, uh, Camp Camerick out, in, out past Leavenworth. Um, and the times that I've seen Jeff, he comes up to me and goes, oh, this thing happened to me, and he tells me what's happening to him. And he's like, hey, am I going to be back by Sunday because I want to be at church? And I was like, man, they come back, and you actually have a service, which is going on right now, 
um, for everybody in that, that word retreat, they do a little bit of a presentation with them. And, um, and we've been praying for him. We've been praying for uh, <laughs> that life change in him. Um, and this last week before he went to this, he has been like hanging out next to Bible studies and just listening. Some of these guys down at Lighthouse are telling me about how Jeff's just kind of listening in. And, and he's got this sparkle in his eye. Um, this one guy Brian was telling me about. He's just got this sparkle. In, and, and this guy from down at Lighthouse goes, you know what? We need to get him up to, to word retreat. It costs to get up there. And, and, and I was sitting there going, okay, I need to call the council. We can just go. And, and Brian just all on his own goes and calls the guys up there and says, you got to get this guy up there. They said, well, we want, we want him to pay something. And like, guys, he's on the street. And they're like, oh, yeah, let's get him up there. So they just went ahead and scholarshiped him to come up. And they get him up to this thing. And it's rocking his world. And he's had a few moments. I can't, I can't share a lot because that's word retreat. What happens at word retreat? You got to go to one. Um, but there, there's a lot happening in him. And that's part of our outreach. It can be individual. It can be one-on-one. It can be larger groups. It can be family, friends. But that was a, that's somebody that's come out of laundry love. Somebody that, that it, we've shown care to that has really just had his world rocked. Um, we've done mission support. We've, um, we support uh, missions as a four-score church. Um, we, we support um, FMI, which is uh, Foursquare Missions International. Um, so you support missionaries across the globe. But we also do local mission support. Um, we have expanded our mission support in, in the last couple years um, as far as uh, giving to Lighthouse and Grace House and, and some other ministries in the area. Um, so we've expanded that. We've given more. You have given more. Um, the council has suggested a lot of these things, and we've, we've just pushed forward in, in, in being faithful with what we're given and, and bringing that up. So we'll just continue to do that. As we get more, we will give more. Um, that's our heart. That's our passion. Um, Grace House is a ministry that, that some of you have gone and, and been a part of, and we're going to go again. Um, we've got various things that we need to do there. Um, we are going to do a grace tree this year, and um, we've actually uh, got uh, some ornaments we're going to put up that you can take, and you can, um, in this Christmas season, you can buy the things on that, on that ornament for them, and we will take them over to the, the ladies there, uh, for the ladies and for the kids, and um, just a way to support them, to tell them that they're loved uh, from our, the Foothills family. Um, and we, um, our, our outreach giving has increased this year. Um, we have um, another outreach, a way that we outreach is, is um, Muren Hall um, is, is being leased out for different things. Um, we have a Narcotics Anonymous that meets down there. Um, and we have had birthday parties and uh, baby showers. And they're not necessarily people from our church. They're not necessarily people from a church. Um, but the hope is, is to give people a, a, a good place to come. They've been very respectful um, of the facility, um, and we don't really charge them a lot. Um, mostly we just kind of try to defer the costs of what it costs to clean and, and, and take care of things down there. Um, but there are a lot of, uh, there's not a lot of places where people can meet to have birthday parties in the area um, or play dates or, or, or whatever else. And these... Um, giving them an inexpensive... I mean, some, some places could be like a couple hundred dollars for somebody to go and do a birthday party. And to do an inexpensive place, I think it's, it's pretty important. Um, so I'll talk about physical changes really quick. Those are obvious. Um, and those were hard, I think, for a lot of you. Um, we made it a, a change and updated the stairs outside, as you know, which is for our church, but it's also a huge um, opportunity to bless the community because there's a lot of people that use those stairs to get back and forth, you know, up and down, um, you know, this part of the neighborhood. Um, we've made some changes in paint. Um, we have 
made some small changes, changed some toilets and some some of those kind of fun things. But we've been making some physical changes, um, adding, taking away some things, adding some things. And so there's definitely been some physical changes that have taken place over the last year and a half, two years as well. And um, the last category of life change, we have seen salvations in the last, um, I, I say a couple of years, but really a couple of years is as of February. It'll be two years for me, April for, for the ladies. Um, but we've had salvations. We've had baptism. <laughs> One. Um, but that's awesome, right? Uh, we've seen deeper relationships with God. People going into deeper relationships with one another. You know, I I actually heard it from a few people saying, you know, I I went over to such and such's house and, you know, I've never been to their house. And it's awesome to hear those things. The fact that we, we don't have just one small group, we have three. That means you're getting into each other's lives more. And, and that has been so powerful to see. To go and visit those groups and to, to hear you guys talking with one another, the inside jokes kind of going on, the, the, the things that you've, you've done so far, um, it is very touching to see from the outside. Um, discipleship. Um, we've been seeing discipleship with, with uh, gentlemen like, like, like Jeff, um, but others too. I, I think there's been discipleship in our midst. Um, there's more people serving one another. So that's where we are, where we have been recently. And I just want to throw it out. Where, what do you see? What do you see as, the, as what we've been doing and where we are? More, okay. Okay. So we listed all of these things. So is there anything that you're like, well, they didn't mention this. I've been a part of this, and they didn't mention this. Anything? Did we cover it all? Do you think that's an accurate description of where we've been or where we are right now? See, we forgot about the ladies' lunch, part of that ladies' ministry. Yeah, that's good. Promise keepers. Promise keepers, yeah. Yeah. We have the men's breakfast once a month as well for the, the valley. Um, there's a, a prayer luncheon for pastors um, once a month as well um, that we're a part of. Sunday night prayer. Yep, we got that. So before we moved on to future, we just wanted to make sure, Dennis? We see it in your life. Yeah. That's good. Is, is there anything that in, in those categories of growing together, reaching outward, physical changes, life changes that you feel like we've done that you're doing even? Maybe it's a ministry that you're doing that we don't know about. You're part of the church. Yeah? Yeah. On Facebook. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. We need that ministry a lot more. <laughs> Less opinioning, more listening. Yeah. 
Just listening. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. If you sit anywhere near Lynn, yeah, you're forced to. <laughs> Love you, Lynn. But it brings about life change, too. When we rub up against one another, that's really that iron sharpening iron. Got to rub up against one another. And there are churches that we've been to that you can be anonymous and... You can just be a dull knife that doesn't rub up against anybody. And what do you got, Gary? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. We have a great worship team. Yeah, we do. I kind of gave them a break this morning just because of all the things we were talking about. But, um, yeah. Phil? Casa, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We have to, we have, he's, he's coming every week now. I've got to be like, okay, you can come for practice, and then we'll set up a, a weekend. You guys are on. So, um, but you know, that says a lot about our church, the grace, yeah. because there's a lot of churches where, as, you know, a musician, unless you are perfect, you don't step on stage. And I don't think that that's how God is. And we come broken and we come needing to practice. To grow. To grow. Um, And so to allow that says a lot about the character of you to worship in the midst of maybe some chaos chaos is a good, (laughs) But it's a sweet, it's training them up. It's setting an example in a bar. And so especially to those that were on worship team a couple weeks ago, um, for making space, because that's huge. (laughs) Joyful noise. (laughs) Yeah, that was neat. Yeah. Yeah. He's determined. But he's got the haircut. I mean, he's just like. And you know what? That little boy doesn't know that he doesn't know. I mean, he just, this is his family. And he has a guitar. And you all love him. And boy, he's. If you're closer to the front, you can hear him. All right. So where do we go from here? Yeah, where do we go? Well, um, as we had in the, the same categories, we were talking about some growing together things. Um, I, I find, and this, this is where, uh, um, as a pastor, there are things that um, I, I'm called to be the visioneer, to kind of, you know, put on the engineer hat and go, okay, let's, here's where we're going to go. And, and it, it's kind of a terrifying spot to be because you guys have had a lot of years with Jesus. A lot of walking and being faithful with Jesus. And I'm called to be the pastor that, that guides this, guides the ship, that kind of says, hey, let's go this direction. And it can be overwhelming if I take my eyes off the Lord. But when I have my eyes on the Lord, there are times where I can even say, hey, we need to make this change and we need to go this direction. And I can have opposition where people are like, well, I don't. And I can still say, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. You know, we, we painted the sanctuary and, and I can't tell you, I mean, right up to it, it was like, what are we doing? Ah, 
But I've had more comments since where people are like, you know, I don't have headaches on Sunday because I was squinting all the time. I didn't know that. Um, some people don't like the color. Okay, you know, I, I, I can go to the burnt orange. We talked about that, right? <laughs> go, go with the, you, you remember those, the, like the, the burnt orange um, uh, shag carpet and the lime green refrigerator? How did that ever go together? <laughs> and then those, those, you remember those hanging? No. No, don't go. That's okay. just yeah. growing together. Growing together. <laughs> This is why my bride is up here, is to keep me on track. Um, but some of the things that, as far as growing together, um, th- this growing together is not just growing together, it's growing together. Mm-hmm. It's growing together and together. Um, that, that horizontal and that vertical. And in doing that, um, as a pastor, this is something you'll hear from pastors all over the place. We need more small groups. And you're like, well, we got three, and, and they're really well, well um, uh, attended but we saw, you know, there's a few, na- a few hands that were up and there's a few hands that weren't. We're always going to need more small groups. And those small groups are where you're really going to, the rubber's going to meet the road when you get into life together. You can't just have life together on a Sunday morning. You can have part of it together on a Sunday morning. But it's not all of it. We have Sunday night prayer. Okay, we got one day covered. But you know what? Sometimes you need a little help midweek. Sometimes you need a little bit of time to just go, I'm struggling with this. Or to be able to go through a study together and be able to hear other people's ideas about what the word says so that you can have that iron sharpening iron going on in your life. So where are we going from here? I think we need to look at possibly adding another small group or two in the next year. Yeah, that's what we're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. So we are, that's the next point is um, like a women men's, uh, women and men's Bible studies. That's another one. Groups during the day for those that need some day stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sherry. Mm Mm-hmm. You see, this is my pen writing that down. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Let alone at night, huh? Yeah. Okay. That's a good need. It is. And I know somebody was talking about visiting people. I know there was a somebody talking about a Nancy. Minister, Nancy, yeah. Um, so I'm going to tattle on Nancy for yeah, a second. Nancy for had surgery this week, and she doesn't probably want anybody to know, but I'm telling you, she's doing amazing. She's here. Yeah. But as she's been sitting and recuperating, she has been thinking about some things. And so she's going to recuperate a little bit more and pray. So that coming soon is the visitation, the hangout, the whatever you're going to call it. But if that's something, if something inside of you just then went, I could do that. I like to talk to people. I like to go visit people. Talk to Nancy in the next few weeks because that, I think, is a really real, tangible need of how we can care for each other. Because I tell you what, we may not be a huge church, but there's a lot of life that happens And we currently are in a season where we are like treading water. And when things happen, when surgeries happen, when different things happen, we love you and we want to care for you, but we cannot do that by ourselves. And I know that I have failed some of you by not showing up when something was happening or to follow up. And it's not because we don't care, but we're just sort of, you know, we have our limits. 
And so this, when Nancy shared that with me a couple days ago, we need that. We need to care for each other. But it can't just come from these two people right here. It has to be a joint effort. And so coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. High verbals are really bad at listening. I'm just saying. I've gotten better. Yeah. High verbals. Dennis and Jeremy will not be on that in that ministry. Sid, you had something you wanted to share? It does. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, not just that. Um, like, Millie calls me all the time. I, I call her off and on. And um, there are people that need people to visit them. It gets lonely. And even if it's just a phone call, Millie, that's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Come get Millie's number. She would love to hear from people. It's in the directory. Yeah. Everybody's oh, yeah. Got it. It's in the directory. Yeah. 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 And you know what? The enemy loves to try and do that, don't they? He, he tries to separate us and whisper things. And when we come together and we stand together, then the light banishes the dark. And that is a really tangible way to do that, to care for each other. Because we all get busy, but we all have stuff. And it would be great if someone was standing next to us in the midst of our stuff, right? So that's a good one. We're going to pass over um, reaching outward for the moment. Um, And I'm just going to go on to physical changes. I've got a few physical changes I want to bring up, um, partially because um, there's a lot of stuff that you can do in a building that's this old. There's a lot of things that we can fix, a lot of things that uh, might be broken or might need to be cleaned or might need to be um, sandblasted. Um, but um, we have to kind of take those at, not a, just as they come at us. Um, we've done that with some toilets. Um, thank you, Denise, um, <laughs> for uh, a couple of the toilets being replaced. Um, she didn't do it, though. She, she called somebody. I was, I was yeah. Everyone's um, like, Denise is fixing toilets now? What's <laughs> happening around here? She does everything. She's a, no. she does. Um, but there, there are some things that may come at us that we have to deal with. We might have uh, some flooding or electrical or whatever. But there's some things that we really need to, um, to go into with um, purpose, go into with, uh, with some things in mind. And, and uh, a few of these, the, the number one on my list right now is a Sunday school check-in. Um, and that sounds really like, okay, well, sunny, okay what is that? Um, we're talking about taking, there's a, um, there's a uh, changing station between the ladies' bathroom and the, um, the nursery. And we're talking about taking and knocking the wall in um, and making the entry instead of out here to the nursery, making it that inside door, um, maybe changing that to a, um, a Dutch door. Um, but making that little section right there a check-in for all children. Now, why, why that? You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Um, th- it is broke for our modern age. And this is, I want to tell you the reason why. You know, things like, like Thousand Oaks. Um, we see a lot of horrible, horrible things happening in our, uh, our world. Um, there are people that are hurting that make some choices that we just don't want to see. And uh, to be honest, one of the things I've seen is one of the first places you can enter as you come into our building is into our nursery. And for security purposes, I want to make that harder. I want to shave that doorknob off 
and put another um, entryway because if somebody comes in and they see these, win- these windows here and they don't see going into the nursery, we've had a lot of life. Our kids haven't. I know that's harsh to say, but I would rather them come in here than go in there. So it's really high on my list. Um, probably along with that would be um, some form of camera system um, in the church. Can't afford that right now, but maybe somebody has a heart for that. Maybe, maybe there's something that we can do to make that happen. Um, so Sunday school check-in. Our sound system, you've been hearing some, some bobbles in that. Um, our sound system is actually um, kind of older. Um, it is awesome that it works. It is awesome that it works because they tell you, um, when, I, when I was in school, they would talk about making a, a budget for a worship team, making a budget for a church. What you would do is you'd say, okay, take all of your sound system and equipment, technical stuff, add up how much it would cost to replace that, add about 10% and then cut that in, uh, in a seventh because what it is is every seven years, you're probably replacing everything in your sound system. How long ago do you think we had this sound system put in? (laughs) Not that far. (laughs) No. And I'll tell you what, every church I've been at, it's almost like eight, nine years. You could could count it, and you'd get to that point and something would start burning out. And, you know, churches, we tend to take them to the extreme. We try to get them all the way there. Um, because we don't want to spend that. But we need to renew. We need a, re, a refurbish of our, our sound system. Um, there, some of the technologies have gotten a lot cheaper, um, and we can make it sound a lot better in here. Um, we've got a lot of speakers up here that make it really loud for out here that we can eliminate and put people on, on headphones that are up here. So you guys wouldn't even hear these guys up here. They could be playing and turn off the main speakers and be like... Okay, maybe not that. That was weird. I know, I know. I feel like... Why are you up here? Do you you guys remember the Muppet show and there are the two guys up in the balcony? Like, I feel like that's me right now. Like, I'm just like, that was weird. Thank you, Warshak. I remember one of them was like Warshak and the other guy was like... Anyway. Anybody else? Anybody? Um, Okay, signage. Um... Our exterior right now is pretty um, rough, rough. Um, and I think this, I mean, both sides are pretty bad, but the side that everybody drives towards <laughs> out here is flaking, and if we put any new signage up there, it'll be even more noticed. Um, but we need to put a new sign up. We need to do some signage on the door out here. Um, there's a few things that we want to do with that. Um, to just kind of show people where we're at, maybe put a sign up that shows kind of what we're, we're doing in this season um, to draw people in. Um, we have people that go to the breakfast place over here that park right out in front. They might be like, oh, let's go to church first. Yeah. There is. So my point was just made. Um, <laughs> We do. Yeah. We didn't talk about this before. Yeah. It's, there now. it's, it's good. There. Big yeah. eight foot sign. Mm-hmm. It's a big eight foot sign. Yeah. Yeah. So Sherry's going to be going out and checking out our sign here after service. Anybody else that has not seen our sign, you will be taking a walk with with Sherry to go. So ahead it's and part, look at and that's part of it. Is it's been there so long? It is just a part of the scenery and you don't notice it anymore. And when we first moved here and we were meeting people in the community and we've shared this before, people would say, Oh, where, where are you at? What, what church are you at? And we would explain it to them. And they're like, Oh, that big stone building on the corner. Nope. That's praise center. If you just drive a little bit further, you'll see us. Hmm. Do you know where wild huckleberry is? We're across. Oh yeah. 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 No, there's a church there. Yeah. We're right across the from the tattoo, tattoo parlor. parlor. Yeah. Right behind so, Wally's House of Booze. So that right there. <laughs> Next to the wrecking yard. yard. Yeah. Because we're a wreck. And but if you notice, if you drive if you drive mission right now, there's a lot of changes. There's a lot of updating to buildings are being painted and sandblasted and stained. So that's hopefully yeah. where we're headed. The thing about it is <laughs> 
because you know where you're going. But what? you know what, Sherry? Sherry, I will say, we had a young couple come last week, and the reason they came is they drove past and they saw the Foursquare sign. sign. <laughs> and they went to Foursquare down in Texas or Arizona. And so that, so some people do see it. When, when people come in from out of the area, everything's new. But if you live in an area, it's like, it's like the, the, just painting the walls in here, it changed up. It's like at home, changing where you put your couch. It probably is horrible in the middle of the night when you're going to the bathroom because you just, you're laying on the floor like, oh, why did I put it there? But there, there's something about just changing something up a little bit that sets you up for a place. Um, I, I, I've told the council this before, but I, I need to tell all of you this. There was a point where I was, I was having a real hard time because I'm standing there going, okay, God, I'm going to go where you want me to go. And I, I'm looking at everything going, okay, yeah, we need, to, we need to say this is a priority, this isn't, let's do that, okay, let's go forward. And we'd go forward with some things, and then I would just hear people just hurting from some of the things that we would change. And I would go back to God, and I'd be like, God, why am I doing this? I feel like I, I'm passionately stepping into this and I'm walking into where you're calling me to go, but your people are like, why do we cover up those windows? And you know what? I heard him audibly tell me, I'm having you change physical things to distract them from the spiritual things I'm doing in them right now. And I keep hearing that. And so, you know what? Anything that we step into like that, I'm going to step into passionately. Even if it's something that we don't as a whole understand. I have the counsel to help me be responsible and be a good steward. But there are some things I just have to step forward in. I have to listen to the Lord. Because, you know what? The little changes we've made maybe in music or in paint, or, or whatever. There are little changes that are made so that when somebody comes through that door, they go, oh, there's a place for me. And it sounds ridiculous, right? Oh, why would paint be something that makes somebody feel like they're, they, they... But isn't that the thing that upsets some people? Because it, it was something that you loved? But who's the greater people? Who are the ones that are supposed to be the better person in this? Who are the ones that are supposed to be, be, you know what? I can deal with paint because I'm walking with the Lord. But you know what? I want to see some people walk through and be able to say, yes, I can be a part of this church. Because you know what? We are a small church, and that's okay. We don't have to explode in numbers. That's not my calling. My calling is to be a small church pastor. If God wants to give us more, great. But I am here to be a small church pastor. And you know what? There are still chairs that are open in this small church. And it's okay to have people come into that. It's okay to have people come in and be a part of what you've been a part of. Because that is what the life of a church should look like. Life of a church shouldn't go from birth to death. Do, do, do we want to see the, the body of Christ die again? It only died. I mean, he, he died once, and he is alive. And if his word is being spoken, if his story is being spoken, then the church is alive. Amen. It doesn't have to die. Because if we wanted to die, we could just merge with somebody else. You want to do that? Is God done with you? I don't know why I'm suddenly preaching. Right. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move us forward here. We're getting <laughs> lunchtime. Oh, yes. Something to consider. Yeah. <laughs> Burnt orange and lime green. You heard it here. God bless you. There we go. Okay, moving on. Life changes, Phil. <laughs> Life changes. Where do we want to go from here? Life changes. Um, we would love to see more new people in this building because that means there's new people hearing the word of God, maybe for the first time. Maybe 
they don't know Jesus yet. Like Jeremy just said, we have empty seats. It's not discounting the people that are here right now, but we have more seats for more people to hear more about Jesus. And we live in a world that needs more Jesus. Amen? And we would love to hear more testimonies of healed marriages, healed finances, healed health, freedom, people breaking changes, chain, chains. That was hard to say. That was yeah. hard to say. Um, that's where we want to go. We, wanna, we want to have to extend our testimony Sundays because we have so many things that we're thankful for. So many lives that are being changed. You know, the churches that we hear about, that there has been huge um, revival, people's lives changed, communities changed. It's not, it's not just because of the pastor's messages. It's because of the testimony in the people of God. It is the testimony in you that impacts other people. Your testimony. And so when we do these testimony Sundays, we're just trying to re reinfuse testimony into the church. Our modern church, testimony is, it's like, okay, let's, okay, we got the show, we got the smoke, we got the lights. Where's the testimony? Can I get a witness? You know what I'm saying? Okay, come on. Um, Yeah, you yeah. can share in a group like that. And sometimes you have to ask some of the verbals to, to quiet down a little bit. I'm not talking about you, Dennis. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But um, there, there is, um, we, we've gone kind of long, but I, I do want to give an opportunity. Um, the reason why I didn't touch on reaching outward um, is because I, I, this is really about where is God calling you? If you ask anybody that's doing the ministries that we currently are doing outside of the walls, did I tell you guys what to do? Did the pastor come with some edict? Hey, here's what we're going to do for a, an outreach ministry. No, because we are the body of Christ. We are the ones that will do ministry in this community. It kind of also says, you are the ones that will, you know, a pastor's job is to train and equip the body to do the work of the Lord. And I, I know some, some say, hey, I, I'm tired. I've done ministry for years. Okay, that's, that's awesome. Encourage somebody else that isn't tired or as tired as you. <laughs> Lift them up. Pray for them. That's ministry in itself. We have a prayer chain for a reason. That is a part of a ministry that, I mean, that is a ministry we've been doing for a long time. And I'll tell you, there's some churches that don't do prayer chains, and they're missing out. Yes, prayer is an awesome thing to be a part of. And thank you, Mickey, for um, heading that up as you've done for years. Appreciate you. Yep. Yeah, but when we find out, we all get it on the, the prayer chain. I think that's why it's great with many. Um, and then just where is God calling you? And then ultimately we just wanted to get to a place of question and answer. So this is where I'm going to pull this back over. And we want to just offer up a moment. Um, you know, where are we going from here? If there's questions about some of the things that we threw out, let's hear it. If there's questions about something else, let's hear it. Start with you, Sherry. Invite people. He got saved. Yeah. And he invited another guy the next week. 
And he was talking to me up at the camp about some other guys that he wanted to come. Those are the yeah. yeah. But those are the lives that need Jesus, right? And we have the seats. Personal invitation is the number one way people come to church. Not from the pastor going out and doing some event, not from some flyers, not going door to door, believe it or not. Really, it's somebody that you know even if it's an acquaintance that you say, I, I think you should come to church. Or why don't you come to my church? Or, and, and, you know, the thing is, is a lot of times it's because we just fear them saying no. But there are a lot of people, they, they, they actually had a study with millennials that talked about how they didn't go to church because nobody invited them. And if we just invite people, now, that's, again, that starts getting into that, oh, it's all about the numbers, it's all about... No, it's about what the life of the church should be. There should be people that are, are like, who's this, who's this Daniel Alliance den? Tell me, about, I'm just really excited about Jesus. Is Daniel like a friend of Jesus? Is, have you ever had somebody talk to you like that? Have you had somebody that, like in the last month, I've had a couple people that I've talked to that... There's a gentleman that I'm mentoring with right now. He had no idea who Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were. But he's on fire for Jesus. He's saved. He is ministering to people at the lighthouse. And I started telling him the story, and he's just like, wow, that's awesome. He's older than I am. We have to have those relationships. If you don't have relationships with somebody that's, that's not saved... Do you have places. family? Do you have family? Because we, I mean, I have family that's not saved. Yeah. I, I go to the grocery store. I go to a coffee shop. Actually, I kind of live at a coffee shop. Yeah, you do. Anyway, any other questions? And that's infectious. When you're around a new believer who just every day marvels at the grace of God, just imagine if a few of them were sprinkled throughout this body, what, how that would make you feel. All of your list of things, problems and aches and worries would just shrink on down. There's, there's something to also think about the fact that when, by saying that we should have some some people that are just coming into this sprinkled in amongst you, you're not hearing our heart. Our heart is that when we sprinkle some people that, that are learning about Jesus in amongst you, we're getting them amongst you. Yeah. There, there is such a wealth of mentoring in this church that I think even you guys don't know how much of a gift you have for this community. And I think if you get next to some people that you just start feeling like, wow, that was cool. I, I just shared with them about this, you know, or I just sat there and listened to how much they're thankful for being at church. It impacts us. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Jan. changes your worldview. Any other thoughts? John. Yes. Yeah. You went and saw him this week? Yeah. 
Joe Oates. Um, he's he's been incarcerated, so um, let's lift him up right now. Uh, praying out. Amen. I'm going to have to run. Um, part of my uh, my passion for um, for people like Jeff and in our community. I um, every third Sunday I go down and do worship at at Lighthouse, and I don't have to be there right this second. But when we run in here, and Kelly's going to close up. But is there any any other any questions about any of this? Anything that I love that he brings the scripture in it. Thank you. All right, you get out of here. Okay. So I'll just, I'll close with this. If you have questions or comments about things that we, where we are or where we are headed, then write them down and either email them or write them the old fashioned way with a pen and paper. Um, We would love to, hear it. Um, We spent a lot of time praying this week because this was risky um, to do this. You will not go to very many churches where they just sit and say, talk to us and tell us, and we want to hear from you. Um, But we know that this is not our church. This is God's church, and we all just get to hang out together. And so our prayer in everything needs to be open-handed. And I, I prayed that at the beginning, that God would put in and God would take out as he sees fit for his kingdom. And so we always want to be open in our communication, especially because we do rub up against each other. And sometimes we rub somebody the wrong way. And so there's always, there's always needs to be that communication. So um, if you thinking today, you know, geez, it's practically dinner time. Um, I don't want to ask this question. Again, don't let this moment pass where you you don't ask it. You don't write it down. You don't call Jeremy. You don't, whatever it is, take this opportunity because you are invested here. You show up here. You love here. You live here. And so if you have something that God has placed on your heart, then share that. Okay? Um, <clears throat> because we just love getting to hang out with you guys. And it is a pleasure. And it is... Um, it's humbling at times. And so we want to do right by you. Um, and sometimes that means you need to talk to us. Not just... Okay? Not just growl. Thank you, John. 
Um, so we love you guys. Um, let's pray one more time, and then you can get out of here, okay? Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you again for what an awesome family meeting that we've had today. Lord, just talking about where we currently are and then dreaming a little bit about where we'd like to be in the future, wherever that is, Lord. Um, we make plans, we hope, and we dream, but Holy Spirit, you guide us, and you lead us, and you provide for us. And so we thank you for this opportunity again to come together, um, to be in unity to walk in grace and love and reconciliation with each other. Lord, I just pray that for those that feel the need to be heard, that you would press upon them to send an email or make a phone call or make an appointment um, to share their thoughts and feelings. Lord, and as we continue forward, Lord, again, it is with all of us before you with an open hand, and we just ask that you would guide us and lead us, um, give us more grace and more peace, Lord, for ourselves, for our family and our friends and our community. Lord, may we be a people that walk boldly and courageously where you lead us, knowing that you go before us and you're behind us and you're beside us, Lord. We love you so much with all of our hearts. And again, we just enter this time of Thanksgiving this next week with full hearts, blessed beyond what we deserve, and we thank you and we love you. And everyone said, amen. amen. All right. Mickey, got one more thing. <laughs>